0: Have you ever changed your mind, switched majors or programs, or suddenly changed direction? Heather made a major change in her third year. She switched universities and programs. It begs the question, why are we so afraid to change our minds? In this episode, Helen will chat with Heather about these experiences and reflect on the idea that the best leaders admit what they don't know. Hello and welcome to Learn to Lead, the podcast where we talk to leaders about how they lead, what they've learned, and what they recommend for our journeys towards becoming better leaders. Today we're joined by Heather Wakeley, Team Lead for Experiential Learning in the Careers and Experience Department at Western University. Hi Heather, how are you doing? Hi Helen, I'm well, thanks. How are you? I am also doing well. Um, Okay, so to start, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your education and experience and how you came to your current position? Sure, I'd be happy to.
1: I am a Western grad myself uh, with degrees in English and education. I am a transfer student. I was a transfer student to Western. I started at a different university and transferred to Western in my third year. And so um, changed cities, universities, majors, lots of things. Um, which was scary, but um, proved to be really worthwhile. So I share that in case there are any transfer students listening. Um, And so I'm really proud of my English degree in particular. And for me, studying English, it was less about a love for literature and more about just loving language. And so that sort of has um, influenced my uh, career decisions too. Um, So one of my summer jobs during undergrad was working at a student employment office in my hometown, and so I didn't seek that out, that was sort of some um, happenstance, and uh, what I found out was that I loved um, working with peers um, on their resumes, helping them, you know, choose the right word, helping them get ready to describe themselves to employers. I just found that to be really, really fun. Um, and a good use of my skills. So then after, fast forward after graduation, tried out, tested a few career paths, of course, and then really decided that it was that summer job that I loved most. And so since then, um, I've been at Western as a staff member for about 16 years now in different um, career and internship roles on campus. So again, working with students, um, in those ways that I did back in my summer job. Um, and so right now, as you said, I'm team lead of the experiential learning unit at Western. So really in this role, my current goal is just to help to um, increase the types of experiences that Western students can access, um, the caliber, the variety, um, so that you know, all Western students can graduate career ready.
0: That sounds like that's a little bit about me. I hope that I answered your question. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. I think you. Yeah, no, it's a lot of a lot of purple on my resume. (laughs) Um, And do you mind if I come back to your decision to transfer? um, What shaped that? And tell us a little bit more about that. That's a big scary step, and I know. I think it's something like eighty percent of students change um, what they study or where they study. So, can you tell us a bit about um, what? brought you to that decision and then how you overcame the challenges
1: sure yeah even though the decision about um post-secondary what to do what school what major even though that was more than 20 years ago for me uh, I still remember it really really well I remember how stressful it was I remember how much I hoped that people would be able to offer me some good guidance to help me with that decision. I can remember the conversations I had and people's advice. And, um, you know, I really wanted to land on something that was gonna be the right fit and that was gonna be, you know, my path. And um, so despite my best efforts, started and enjoyed the program, but just realized that things had changed and that um, I wanted to, you know, focus in a different area. Um, And again, that was scary. But now, again, I love in our roles in the crew team um, having those conversations with students about uh, imagining different paths and not focusing, not, you know, success isn't a single path. There isn't one right way or one best decision for us. And so we definitely have experienced that firsthand at different points and, you um, and so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a big decision two years into my degree, but um, it, it paid off and I ended up graduating from a program that I really loved and, act, and essentially having two undergrad experiences, which, um, which I, you know, was a, was a great opportunity as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I can definitely empathize with that. I also changed programs twice and it seems like a big setback at the time, but it's those small changes that you make early on that really change your trajectory. And if it's the right thing to do, then go for it better earlier than later. I agree. Um, So what has leadership looked like for you over your career journey and what does it mean to you to be a leader? Um, For me,
1: as I think back on my career so far, I think it, it would be accurate to say that for many years um, leadership for me was about informal leadership so and I, and I honestly really like being an informal leader so I share that in case anyone can relate and just to remind people that you can lead from wherever you're at so I you know it doesn't require a title or sort of some formal authority um, leadership is more about our behaviors and actions so mm-hmm. For many years of the start of my career, I would say informal leadership is really what shaped me. So it was about um, having really strong work relationships, being someone that people went to for information or ideas, um, having a really deep understanding of the organization and our vision and um, being an early adopter, sort of putting my hand up, sharing ideas um, and trying to like influence the work and team in those ways. Um, in more recent years, now I've had some of those more formal leadership opportunities. And, and I guess I would just say that the difference has been that those there's more, that presents more formal pathways to do all of the things that I said before. Um, so yeah, for me, being a leader is really about behaviors and actions and leadership, I just would say is, as I reflect back and, and um, the main piece of advice that I would offer is that is to remember that leadership can exist in informal ways as well.
0: And what would you say are your leadership strengths or so you already kind of described informal as a leadership style. What does that look like on the day to day for you? Um. I would say, um,
1: I believe that my strengths, uh, one that comes to mind is positivity. And I think mm-hmm. that was a benefit in my experiences as an informal leader too. It's just, um, having an optimism and, um, just, uh, yeah, just the, that approach that I took to, to my work and to changes that came up. Um, I think also empathy. I, I, I believe that's a strength of mine and I think it's really important for leaders so caring about others, you know, considering their viewpoints and where they're coming from their experiences and really prioritizing that I think is. Um, uh, something I, I believe is a strength and that I really try to hone um, and then determination. I just I love <laughs> to work hard, and I think that as leaders. Um, you know, we should be working as hard as anyone on our team. And so I think that that, you know, sort of determination and work ethic is a strength as well. I would also say, I think, um, and this is sort of connecting to my work in experiential learning, is that I would say the best leaders are really good at um, setting goals. So sort of at the start of, you know, a year or a program or a project. Um, and then reflecting along the way. And that's something that it's really, um, those are key parts of experiential learning. You know, people who are listening who may have done an, an internship or a community engaged learning course or things like that, you recall that those were things that um, were important in experiential learning. And I think those are really important um, leadership skills too. So um, those are things that I um, try to do a lot
0: of. Absolutely. Um, And then just coming back to informal leadership, what does that look like in your interactions maybe with your team or with the people that you're leading if it is that kind of a leader follower relationship um, for students listening who are saying, I think that's something I could do. Um, How could they be an informal leader?
1: Yeah, I um, I think that because of those experiences as an informal leader, now, as um, in my for- formal leadership roles, I would say my style is sort of to be a, like a participative leader. So, um, what I would say by that is that it's about like really encouraging everybody to be involved, you know, seeking input from everyone, making sure to hear everyone's ideas, lots of dialogue. Um, and I think that that helps people feel engaged and that's where lots of creativity happens. So connecting back to your question, I say the same thing, like if people think about being an informal leader, it's doing those things like really trying to be a good team member, like making sure that, um, you know, um, asking questions of others and really listening, inviting people to share their ideas Um, And so, yeah, you can do that, you don't have to be the president of a club to do that, you can do that as a club member, Um, you can do that in an internship, you can do that in a volunteer role, Um, I think you can, yeah, you can practice those behaviors and really learn to lead um, in those informal ways too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um And what are some of the most impactful lessons about leadership that you've learned along the way?
1: I, two things, two things come to mind. The first is to, um, ask questions and admit what you don't know. And I've, I've struggled with that. That's something I reflect on is, oh, I wish I had just admit, you know, right at the start, um, (laughs) that I didn't know. And, you know, use that opportunity to ask someone the questions that I have. I think sometimes, especially. When you're meant to be a leader, you can sort of think that you should know everything or that you shouldn't you know that people are like, that you've been given this um, opportunity because people believe that you have the knowledge to do it, and so that if you ask questions it might expose that that. Um, that you weren't ready to leave, but I really think it's the opposite, I think. Um, you know the best lead best leaders. Um, admit what they don't know ask lots of questions. And even after after they've asked the question, say, what haven't I asked that you might want to share with me? Or what else should I be thinking about? Um, I think leadership's really about asking and listening. And then I'd say the second is um, trust. So I again, I've had some different leaders myself over the years, and something that I've really reflected on and taken away is how important it is for people to trust their leaders and for leaders to trust their team members Mm -hmm. so you know with that feeling when you have a leader that you feel like really has your back you've got you know they it's maybe it's a supervisor a coach or whatever sort of um relationship but you know that they really have their back and that you know they're um That you can be honest about mistakes or bad days or what you don't know because they believe in you and um and so now as a leader i try to keep that in mind and you know let the people that i'm working with know that i trust them so that i just really think it makes a difference when that trust is there you can you know you can get the work done without worrying about whether, you know, what your leader thinks or whether um, you have their support or or what will happen if you fail. You know, it kind of gives you that safety net to know that um, you can be creative and do your best and that you'll have your leaders trust. So I think that's been a really um, important lesson along the way as a team member. and, And now when I have opportunities to lead,
0: Right. Yeah, and I bet it goes both ways too. Where as a leader, you want to know that you can trust your team, so that you can delegate and know that they'll help you in achieving that vision that you're leading them towards.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that that yeah, that's a new experience when you have to learn to to uh, have that trust. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think trust is extremely extremely important in leadership.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, uh, what are some of the challenges that you have faced as a leader along the way? Um, I think a challenge
1: for leaders in general and something that, that I'm conscious of is um, navigating change. And there are lots, you know, you can do tons of reading about leadership and there are lots of, um articles and resources and and books about um you know leadership and change management and sort of supporting people leading through change as well lots about that and yeah, i think with reason. yeah it's a big one and um i mean it's so timely right with the pandemic so many changes and right. so many yeah so much that um leaders are navigating and thinking about um with the way that our world has changed and is changing. And so for me, something that I need to keep in mind is that, you know, despite what I shared about being a transfer student and sort of making those changes, overall, I love change. I really, really enjoy change and I welcome it. I like, you know, taking some risks and I like when things, you know, um, change. And so I, as, as a leader, I try to be conscious that not everyone is gonna feel the same way about change so when I'm introducing a change or when I'm trying to like support others when you know their lives or work is changing I try to keep in mind that they may not um, react to change or perceive change the way that I do and so that um, again that comes to mind this year um, with everything um, that people are dealing with and Changes that we, you know, we didn't ask for, but we're um, living through. And so, I think as leaders, yeah, that's a challenge. Is just helping people through change, and um, and recognizing our sort of understanding that um, change feels different um, right. for each person.
0: That is some very timely insight and advice. Um, Just before we go, is there any other uh, last words of wisdom or tips that you would have for students who are looking to develop their leadership skills or character? Um, You spoke a lot about uh, being an informal leader and that's something that I think we can all take away and do now, Um, but is there any last words that you would have for students? Sure, yeah, so I do, again, I do say,
1: you know, be open to those both formal and informal Opportunities don't wait until, you know, don't think leadership is for later or for, you know, once somebody's, once you've achieved some sort of title, you know, um, look for opportunities to lead now, behave like a leader. And then uh, again, I would have to say, consider experiences, you know, consider ways to gain experience, think about experiential learning, check out the experience catalog on Western Connect, because um, I just think those different experiences that you can get at Western, are such great example or opportunities to in a safe and a really safe environment to um, you know to develop your leadership skills and to build your confidence, which I think is a really um, important ingredient or aspect of leadership too. So I would say, yeah, get involved, gain some experience, um, and
0: uh, yeah, those would be my main my main pieces of advice
1: for Western students.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking time for us today. Um, It was a pleasure to meet you and talk to you, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thanks, Helen. You too. A big thank you to Heather Wakeley for taking the time to talk to us today. If you want to know more about getting involved at Western, then check out career.uwo.ca.